Ready to feel confident about your body? In love with fitness and health? And empowered to hit the gym? Do you need a level up? And do you need to surround yourself with a group of women with the same very goal? Imagine the life you could build if you had someone in your corner helping you in and out of the gym. Sis, you can have this. I am looking for some women to join the Growth Collective, a group program where you receive a personalized fitness program, weekly nutritional e-guides, monthly private and group calls, and access to the most expansive and empowering group chat. Applications are open right now. You can book in your one-on-one call with me for free via the link in the description. Let's talk about you, your fitness, your goals, and where you can go from here. I cannot wait to chat to you, sis. Enjoy the episode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. Alrighty ladies, I'm so glad that you are here. You are about to enter a world of all things Gym Girl. I hope you are buckled in and if you are looking for an online fitness coach, I am your girl. Please hit me up in my DMs or check out the link in the show notes. I am looking for the woman who is ready to elevate her fucking fitness journey and then use that in every other aspect of her life. Okay, enjoy the rest of the episode. Welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. My name is Angel and I am your hostess with the mostess back at you with another episode. Oh my goodness, guys. I am so excited to be here. If you didn't realize, which if you didn't, um, excuse me, I actually took the whole of last week off because I needed a moment to kind of reflect on the podcast and really understand where we're at. And that is because we are about to hit 50,000 downloads, which is fucking epic and insane. And I'm so truly grateful to each and every single human being who listens to this. And I'm talking to you right now, the listener who tunes in week in, week out, or the person who this is your first episode. So fucking welcome. Whoever you are, thank you so much for listening, sharing, telling the world about the podcast and really further empowering more women to get into the gym and get into lifting and feeling like their strongest version of themselves and also promoting gym girls to be more confident in the gym that is fucking empowering and you listening right now you 
are a testament to that and you are the human being who is expanding this and taking this out into the world and I'm so fucking grateful for you now first things fucking first I have something a little fucking secret to share with you and no I'm not selling you shit so please don't click out because I'm not selling you anything I'm actually asking for a favor so hear me here I think this is the best idea I've ever come up with and I'm actually like really proud of myself for this so I as I said before we are hitting 50,000 downloads epic cool wild but you all know I do this because I want every single woman to know that she is already that gym girl. That gym girl is not conformed to a certain body. She's not conformed to a certain piece of active wear. She's not conformed to a color, size, shape, ability to lift, non-ability to lift, fucking weight, looks. She's not any of that shit. She is kind, she is driven, and she is a good fucking human being. That is what being that gym girl means. So I have an idea and I'm so fucking pumped. I have an idea that I want to create a campaign called I Am That Gym Girl. And when I say say a campaign, it's like a social media movement. And I would love if you listening right now could please, and I'm begging you from the bottom of my fucking heart, if you do anything, anything, just do this one thing. Send me a video of you saying, I am that gym girl. And then tell me what you think that gym girl means to you. Send me, even if you don't even say that second part, if you just send me a video saying, I am that gym girl, please. Oh my goodness, because I want to put them all together and share with the world our message and our purpose and spread the concept that women should take up space within the gym. Like, that is fucking huge. And if you send this episode to me or this fucking 30-minute clip to me, one, you'll get a voice memo from me screaming at you about how thankful I am. And two, you are going to be a part of a fucking movement, a part of change and a part of empowering women to feel more confident and seen and heard within the gym space. So please, 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 please pause this podcast right fucking now. Get out your phone, video yourself saying, I am that gym girl. And then tell me why. Send it to me, Instagram DMs at Smiles, or email it to me, angelwallasmiles at gmail.com. I am fucking begging because I think it'd be the most epic, incredible thing for the world to witness. Okay, so that's fucking epic and I'm so excited. Weekly summary... What a week, okay? If you're a uni student, I feel like I say this every fucking episode, exam after exam after exam, what can you do? You just have to put your head down and do the work and know there is light at the end of the tunnel. So if you're in that same boat, I see you, sis. There is light. We are in this together. Keep going. You can do it. Now, let's get into the episode, shall we? (laughs) So I have been receiving quite a few questions in my DMs about gym girl things, fitness, nutrition, sleep, medication, all of that type of thing. And I thought I would just compile them. I've also asked ChatGBT, which is an artificial intelligence for some questions as well. And I thought it would be a great way to provide you with some insight because I feel like as I become a more knowledgeable gym girl, I can often negate the fact that somebody listening might actually still be a beginner and that's so okay. 
So I need to make sure that I share this knowledge with you all. And so that's fucking sick. So if you're a beginner in the gym or intermediate or advanced, feel free to stay, listen. And I'm going to tell you all the things I wish I knew when I started being a gym girl. It's going to be in like a really random order. There is no science to this, um, I guess, format of questioning. It's just the questions I've received. <laughs> Let's get going. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, I think I pressed the wrong button. Alrighty, guys. So, question number one. Angel, do I need replacement meals? Ooh, this is an interesting one. Okay, if you don't know what replacement meals are, basically there are companies who create protein powders or shakes or powders that you can have become a liquid or even just the liquid form. And they are supposed to be filled with certain proteins and carbohydrates and fats and nutrients, which would replace your regular meal. Now, my thoughts around this are, and again, I want to fucking preface everything I say is my own personal opinion. It is not gospel. It is not to be taken on like a fucking Bible. Take it with a grain of salt. This is my personal experience. I think that meal replacements are a good addition to your already nutrient-dense diet. Now, what the fuck does all those words mean? So, right now, I'm drinking a smoothie. It's got protein powder in it, and it's got a banana, and it's got some ice and milk. Does this mean I'm not eating dinner? No. This just means that I have ensured I've got my three main meals, but I feel that I'm lacking on the end of protein. So I've decided to have a shake to increase my protein level. On the other spectrum, some people might feel the same about their carbohydrates. So carbohydrates are your things like breads, rice, pasta. They give you energy. Energy allows you to go to the gym, lift heavier, you know, burn calories, create muscle, all of that type of thing. Sometimes people want to consume more carbs. So they have like a shake with higher amount of carbohydrates in it. Do I think you need to be removing your lunch or removing your dinner or removing your breakfast in order to have these shakes? No. I actually personally believe that you need to be consuming your nutrients from food. Your foods have everything you would need. Like how do you know that this shake has what your vegetables have? How do you actually know? Like, are you getting those micronutrients, those vitamins, those minerals? Probably not. And yes, protein, carbs, and fats, those three major areas of a diet, they're super important. But let's not negate the fact that you still need vitamins and minerals to live and focus and have optimal health. Like, I feel like as a gym girl, we can get so stuck on protein, carbs, fat, protein, carbs, fat. (laughs) And I'm in the same boat, sis. I do the same, but we need to take responsibility for our health and appreciate that we need those other micronutrients as well. However, (laughs) I'm going to fucking contradict myself. Will I have a protein shake for breakfast some mornings? Yeah, I will. Does that mean I'm not having carbohydrates? No. Does this mean I'm cutting my fats? No. Does this mean I'm having a, a fucking replacement meal for every single meal? No just means some mornings I feel like a protein shake. 
And I guess the two get to coexist. If you feel like a protein shake instead of your normal breakfast, have it. But if you are choosing every single day to replace your meals with some sort of liquid, I actually think that's you avoiding having a good relationship with food. Because within this gym girl journey, there's also you having to acknowledge where is your relationship with food? Like, are you binge eating? Are you avoiding food? Are you becoming obsessive with your food? And how are replacement meals going to actually aid you acknowledging your relationship with food? Now, that's an interesting conversation to have. Question uno, two. (laughs) God, I'm a fucking idiot. (laughs) Do I need to train seven days a week? No. No, you motherfucking don't. So, if you're a beginner gym girl, I actually am begging you to not train more than four times a week. Your body needs to get used to feeling this level of exertion and this exercise and this movement and you're actually going to burn yourself out if you push too hard too quickly. So I think it's actually a myth for you to be training six, seven days a week. How are you supposed to, this is just another thought, how are you supposed to build your muscles and allow your body to repair the broken muscle fibers if you don't stop how are they actually supposed to put their safety hats on, get their hammers out and, and put all those muscle fibers back together if you keep motherfucking breaking them and you don't give yourself a bit of rest? Like, actually, how? Tell me. They won't. If you're training all the fucking time, your body is going to be exhausted. Then your mind is going to be exhausted. You're actually... You're actually doing a disservice to yourself. You're working what you think is hard, but it's too much. And there can actually do be too much training. You actually can overtrain. And so I think if you're a beginner in the gym, you need to look at, okay, what is realistic for me? What is attainable for me? And what is going to prevent me from burning out? Let's look at starting with three to four days of strength training a week. And then when I feel ready, I might move to four or five. And when if we're ready, I might get my nutrition in check. And when I'm ready, I might get my sleep in check. We often feel as gym girls, especially in the beginning stages, we have to fucking flip a switch and every single part of our life is supposed to change. Sleep, nutrition, training, relationships, your respect to yourself, integrity, all these things. And it's just not realistic or feasible. Choose one thing to level up in and then choose another and then choose another. Like, let's actually make this sustainable so that in a year from now, you are leading a life that is fully aligned and not sporadic. So no, you do not need to train seven days a week. And I do not train seven days a week. There you motherfucking go. Third question. Do I need to have low carbs in order to lose weight? No, you motherfucking don't. Now, it also goes back to what your definition of low carbs is. Trigger warning, I will be talking about, you know, macros and all of the things. (gasps) Oh my God, I just said all of the things. Oh, that's so sad. Okay, if you are new here. Also, I actually don't know if I've shared this, but a, a word of mine that I try to avoid or a phrase is all of the things. Because a part of me is like, what does that even mean? Why would I say that if I don't even know what are all the things? So 
just calling myself out. I'm trying to avoid saying that phrase because it just bothers me when I say it. But if somebody else says it, pop off this all to you, but I just want to say it. So, no, it also depends on what your definition of low carbs is. So, when you are losing weight, you need to look at how many calories you are consuming and how many calories you are burning. You can burn calories by fucking sleeping, by doing your laundry, by walking to the fridge and opening it. Like your body just does that. Your body also additionally exerts calories by heating your steps throughout the day and by training. So that's quite a lot. Now we've got to look about what calories are going in. You want to have less calories going in than going out. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Less calories going in than going out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I was like gaslighting myself just then. I was like, Angel, that's wrong. No, 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 come. That's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> anyway, so say you're, I don't know, let's just put a random fucking number into it. Say you have, you know, I'm just, I don't even, I get, I get nervous using numbers because I don't want to trigger anyone. So I'm just going to use fuck off huge numbers. Say you have 100,000 calories <laughs> going in and then you have 150,000 calories going out, you're in a deficit because you're going out by 150 and you're only going in 100. So therefore you're going to lose 50. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Let me know if it doesn't. But basically what I'm saying is that is how you lose weight. When you lose weight, you are not just losing fat. Fat is probably a huge amount of it, but you could lose, you know, protein, everything else, muscles. When I say protein, I mean like muscle mass. Anyway, then you look at, you, you kind of take a step down from calories and you look at the protein, the fats and the carbs. And you want quite a high proportion of it, like 30 to 40% to be that protein. But... You also want at least 30% to be carbohydrates because how are you supposed to have the energy to go to the gym, to lift the weights, to then come home, to do the laundry, to go to the fridge, to put your groceries away, to then go to sleep? How are you supposed to have the energy if you're not eating carbohydrates? Like, no, you shouldn't be eating 80% carbohydrates. Like, actually, no. But you shouldn't be eating 10% carbohydrates. You need to find a sweet spot in the middle where your body is able to utilize the energy you receive from carbohydrates, but also your body doesn't just store it all or convert it into sugar and then store that within your body. If you are looking at having a specific macro breakdown, I do take on nutritional clients. I'm happy to help you out. Otherwise, there are the TDD or TDEE calculators, which will help you calculate what you're supposed to be eating. However, those are not very specific. So please practice discernment when you use those. I hope that helped. If anyone's confused, send me a voice memo. I'm happy to clarify myself. Fourth question. Do I need to lift heavy? What is heavy? That is my recipro- reciprocation to you. Is what, what does heavy mean? Heavy is relative to you. So yeah, you fucking need to be lifting heavy. I mean, if you don't fucking want to, like go do fucking Pilates or yoga or something, like don't lift heavy. But if you're here to strength train, also that's not a fucking call out to yoga or Pilates. I think you guys are bad bitches and I could never do what you do, but it's different, isn't it? Like facts, it's just different. 
So if you want to be a gym girl and you want to lift weights, like why would you lift light? And what does light even look like? For me, light and heavy is relative to who I am and what I can currently do. Old Angel might have found four kilos heavy. Current Angel finds 14 kilos heavy. Future Angel down the track will find 24 kilos heavy. It's relative to your ability right now. But in saying that, yes, you should be pushing yourself to live, to live, (laughs) to lift at the heaviest and fullest extent that you can. Because why else would you waste your fucking time going to the gym? Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. To not train hard. Like that's actually a fucking waste of your time. And okay, again, let's look at it. Maybe you're overcoming gym anxiety. Maybe you're goals are different maybe you don't want to lift heavy like I'm not trying to fucking shame you but on the other hand I'm also going like why would you not want to push yourself and test your ability and no I'm not saying ego lift because that's just stupid and that's dangerous and if you don't know what ego lifting is that's where you lift within without or outside of your actual ability like for me I can do say a 50 kilo deadlift If I was to do a 150 kilo deadlift, that is fucking ego lifting. I have no capacity or evidence that I can do that whatsoever. So why the fuck would I do that? But on the other hand, maybe I could push for 60 kilo. Maybe I could push for 65. Do you see where I'm going? Do you see where I'm going? (laughs) Next question. This is so fun. I love this. I love answering questions. I feel like, who do I feel like? I feel like one of those popular influencers when they get lots of little questions and I read them and I'm like, oh, didn't know that about you. Actually don't really care, but I didn't know. How long should I rest between sets during my workout? This is super cool. So I actually was able to read a few studies on this and it basically said that it depends on your goals. So for strength, if you want to be able to do like a one rep max where you lift the heaviest you can for one rep, three minutes. So there was a study where one group had a resting period of one minute and the other had a resting period of three minutes. And for eight weeks, they did that resting period. And at the end of the eight weeks, they found that the group who had the longer resting period was stronger. So the group that did the three minutes rather than the one minute resting period were stronger in their one rep lifts. But... If you're not there for strength and you're actually just there for muscle growth, which yes, it can correlate with strengths, but I guess more of an aesthetics part is, sorry, I was just looking at my stomach, just itching my stomach and I forgot that I'm fucking filming myself. Oh, girls, I'm so dumb. Anyway, 
if you're wanting to have the aesthetics and increase the mass of your muscles, about 90 seconds is the is the happy key. And lastly, if you're just looking for muscle endurance and you want to just be able to lift fucking as long as you can <laughs> and you want to be able to run for as long as you can, you're just loving the endurance side of things, about 30 seconds is your, your positive window. Question, I don't remember the number. <laughs> Oh, I love this question. I fucking used to think this. Wow. Is toning gained by high reps and low weights? Wow. I fucking love this question because it's not true. I know. I literally know. For so fucking long, I would literally sit in my bedroom doing those dumb as fuck online Pilates workouts where I'd be like on the floor going like this with my arms out (laughs) and I'd be like I'm gonna get toned by doing this and maybe I'd like after a fucking while I would but Jesus like that uh, do you know how long I did that for like my arms just going up and down up and down up and down bro I thought it was gonna take off (laughs) so no 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 I mean look Maybe if you did it a shitload, it might. But if you want to optimize your time, why not do lower reps and higher weights? So let's break it down. Let's break it down. Because some people might get confused with what toning means. Often the perception perception of toning is think of like Zendaya or... Trying to think, of, or like Kim Kardashian, whatever it is, they've got the slimmer physique, but you can see the outlines of their muscles. That is what most people perceive as toning. What they actually don't realize is that human being has had to increase their muscle mass and then decrease the fat around that muscle. So what that actually means is they've loaded their muscles up, broken the muscle fibers, repaired the muscle fibers increase the muscle mass and then they've gone in some sort of calorie deficit or weight loss which has allowed the body fat to reduce and yes you can do it all in one like you can what they call recomposition or I don't know the actual word it's called body recomposition where you're able to increase your muscle mass and reduce your fat loss in the same period and that's often done by a slow calorie deficit where you're still lifting quite heavy. So what I would say is if you want to get that quote-unquote toned look, lift heavier, reduce your weight, uh, sorry, lift heavier, reduce your reps to that six to eight rep range, even lower if you want, pop into a very, very slight calorie deficit, very slight, and then over the course of a few weeks or months, reduce that calories slowly but not too low because you still want to be able to fucking enjoy food that's what I would suggest so no it is not done by high reps and low weights because how the fuck are you supposed to break your muscles and if you break muscles then they'll be able to gain and then you'll be able to actually see them because that is toning because it's, it's that's so interesting because when we look at toned we don't think bulky but what it actually is is muscle mass so isn't that so interesting? Like we don't look at these models with these muscles showing and go, oh, they're bulky, oh no. But in actual fact, they probably go to the gym or do boxing of some sort. So there you go. Very, very interesting. Um, the next question was how often should I work out? I already answered that above, but what I would say is probably start with four days, 
maybe three, and then move up higher if you want to, but also it is relative to your schedule. And I want to remind you, there's actually no right or wrong way to train. And often we need this reminder because we can follow so many people on social media and just think, oh, I have to train like her and I have to be like her. And I've come to the realization that my goals are mine. Like my goals are actually mine. My schedule is actually mine. My body is actually mine. My life is actually mine. My ability and my motivation is actually mine. And if it's different to somebody's I see online, why is that wrong? Like why are they fucking God? Why are they the absolute way that things have to be done? They're actually not. And I often see a lot of women shaming themselves for working out three days or working out less than somebody else or doing a different exercise to somebody else. Sis, you're there. You're doing the thing. You're showing up. You're still working out. Like, Give yourself some fucking credit and some fucking acknowledgement that you are doing enough and that your goals, they will come out. They will show themselves. But the execution might be different to somebody that you see online. So that, that is my insightful piece. <laughs> now, what kind of diet should I be following to f- support my fitness goals? Go and listen to my nutrition episode. Your fitness goals. I don't know your fitness goals. I don't know you. All I know is that weight loss is a calorie deficit. Weight gain is a calorie surplus. But within that is your relationship with food, your past eating disorders, your past food trauma, your relationship with your body, your ability in the gym. It's actually not as black and white as it might seem. And this is where I implore you to do your research or hire somebody who knows and can ask you these questions to better, I guess, prescribe a nutrition plan or a workout for you. And I guess that's sometimes my issue with the generic workouts and the generic nutrition plans. And as you know, they're fucking awesome and they provide so much affordable access to everybody who wants to go to the gym. But on the other half, they don't know you. So when you have these nutrition plans, you need to be responsible and acknowledge where it might not be right for you. Next question. How can I stay motivated to work out regularly? I really want to answer this and be like, oh, you know, have a vision board, like do all that shit. Um, you can't. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> you, you can't be motivated all the time to go to the gym regularly. And I know that's a really fucking frustrating thing because look, when you start your gym girl journey, you have the honeymoon period where you buy the cute outfit, you buy the pre-workout, you listen to my podcast, you go into the gym, you have your makeup done, you get your membership, like you feel hot, you feel good. And then you do that for a week and you realize, oh, this actually has to be a lifestyle. This is actually a forever commitment. And that's where the motivation and the honeymoon period seeps. And that is where you need to actually come back to your why. And the reason that you started all of this And it needs to be something that's actually important to you. And from there, you have to fucking own your shit. You have to take full accountability for the fact that these goals are not going to be achieved unless you 
commit to them unless you execute on them. I can't do the workout for you. Sis, if I could, I would. But I can't. I got my own goals to, to fucking achieve. <laughs> but you, sis, you have to commit to them, especially on the days that you don't fucking want to. Especially on the days where it's cold as shit. And especially on the days where you've had a shit-ass day and you don't want to go. And look, again, I ain't telling you to burn out. I'm not telling you to grind to the ground. But I am telling you that sometimes, and when I say sometimes, I mean most of the time, your goals need discomfort and hard work. And also, you need to give something a fair go. I often see people go, oh, the gym just isn't for me. Well, did you give the gym a fair go? Did you give your fitness journey a fair go? Did you give that nutrition a fair fucking go? Or did you give it a week? Because a week isn't a fair go, sis. A month is a fair go. A week? No. (laughs) Now, what kind of supplements or vitamins should I take to support my fitness goals? Bish, check out my supplements episode, please. Oh, such a good one. So fucking good. Um, Actually, that's so funny because I have a um, group container or a group program called the Growth Collective and it's for all women at all fitness levels and we basically are a group of women who have our own training protocols. I give the girls a nutritional e-guide. I have monthly calls with them individually and I also have monthly group calls with them and they also have a group chat. But our topic for our nutritional e-guide this week was supplements. So that's really, really cool that that question has popped up. I actually want to read something to you that I wrote in it. Um, bear with me, you beautiful bitches. Doof, 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 doof. Oh, I'm so sorry, sis. I probably should have had this like prepared earlier. Okay, so here. Do I think that you should go out to your local supplement store and purchase all of the above supplements? So I mentioned like greens, proteins, pre-workout, BCAs. In short, no. Supplements as a whole are there to supplement an existing positive diet, positive exercise regime, a good quality of sleep, and a healthy overall state of being. If you do not have those foundations down pat, then adding on additional supplements will actually not get you to your goal any quicker. It'll merely provide a distraction from you actually doing the work. At the end of the day, this whole gym girl journey is about you building your relationship with fitness and food in a way that actually works for you and your busy schedule. There is no number one way, exercise, supplement, food, that is going to get you there any quicker. It merely comes down to a consistent training routine, mostly nutritious diet, good quality sleep, and maybe some supplements which enhance your performance. So what I'm saying there is that you actually need to have the concrete, like when you think of a house, you need to have the fucking pillars underneath underneath the concrete and all the fucking soil and shit you need to have that shit that fucking foundational shit under the house done before you can fucking think about the lighting and the handles on the doors like get your foundations down and then think about supplements last question how can I track my progress and see results sis a few answers to this Get a gym diary. Also, if you guys want me to think about producing a gym girl diary, let me know. 
Secondly, write it in your notes app on your phone. Thirdly, hire a PT. I know the last one isn't like the most accessible for everybody. So the first two, putting getting like a, literally a fucking diary and writing your weights down for the week or having an app or a notes in your, sec- in your phone to actually track your progress is very, very helpful. What I would like to add on this is lifting and increasing your ability in the gym is not just the weights. Have you looked at where you can increase your reps, increase your sets, increase the range at which you're moving? So if you're doing an RDL, maybe you can go a little bit deeper. If you're doing a squat, can you go a little bit deeper? Adding a pulse, adding a pause. Like where are you actually trying to increase your ability? And if you're feeling stagnant with your results, have you done each of those things? And following on from that, You'll only see results if you stay consistent. So there you go. That, my friends, is what I wish I knew earlier in my gym girl journey. I hope that that fucking helped. Before I click off, sis, go and film that fucking video and send it to me. Please, 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 please. Please. Send me a video saying I am that gym girl. Please. It is going to be fucking empowerful. Empowerful, empowering. Now, if you ladies are looking for an online coach, I am looking for a few more women to take on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. My online coaching program, I will provide you with an exercise regime, nutritional guidance if you need it. You get monthly calls with me. It's fucking vibe. I am telling you right here, right now, if you feel stumped in your fitness journey, let's get on a call. Let's chat. Let's figure out your goals. And let's get you on that fucking gym girl train. Okay. Until next time, I hope you have a beautiful, fabulous, and wonderful day. And don't forget, do something for yourself. You deserve it. Oh, feel free to share the pod too. (laughs) Bye. Love you.